feisty, fearless, and fair, telling all sides of the story. This is the Rita Cosby Show. Listening to the Rita Cosby Show. Boy, is the big guy in trouble. That's my headline tonight because if you look at the way that the House majority, soon to be majority there, the GOP taking over, of course, it looks like probably Kevin McCarthy leading them. All the official votes will come in soon, uh, but they have definitely taken the majority of the House. And as the Democrats always remind the GOP, Elections have consequences. And they had promised when they were campaigning that if they got elected, especially Congressman James Comer and also Jim Jordan and a whole bunch of others, they said, you know what? We're going to look into border. We're going to look into Fauci. Uh, we're going to look into, uh, energy. What happened? Why are, you know, why is our energy independence cut off with our legs? You know, what happened there? And they said front row and center would be Hunter Biden. Who could forget good old Hunter Biden? Remember the smartest guy that Joe Biden knows. I spent more time on my hands and knees picking through rugs, um, smoking anything that even remotely resembled crack cocaine. I probably smoked more Parmesan cheese than anyone Anyone that you know, I'm sure, Tracy. Because <laughs> there'd be crumbs yeah. mixed in and yeah. you just... It, yeah. I mean, I went one time for 13 days without sleeping and smoking crack and drinking vodka exclusively throughout that entire time. Wow, what a mess that guy is. And now the House Republicans are coming out swinging. And I say bravo to them because there are so many unanswered questions surrounding Hunter Biden and not just him. I think, listen, if it just involves somebody's child, I think, you know what, whatever, then, it, you know, it's private business. But what makes this so different to me is the fact that he was getting millions, tens of millions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars, in some cases, over a billion dollars on different deals. That's an enormous amount of money for a guy who even self-admittedly has no experience in the energy industry, has no experience in like oil, gas, any of these areas. And yet for some reason, this guy who is a self-proclaimed crack addict and porn addict, uh, I don't know how to go further. I mean, it's like the guy is like, He's a porn addict. He's he's a druggie. He's a, you know, crazy guy, even by his own admission. They were paying him an exorbitant amount of money. And the question has always been, where does it go? And now I am happy to hear that the GOP is going to try to get to the bottom of this because I think it's the best thing for America. And it could turn out to maybe be the best thing for Joe Biden. I don't think so. But maybe it clears them. Maybe at the end of the day, it shows, okay, it was Hunter Biden getting paid an enormous amount of money. And maybe Joe Biden's right that he's never met the business people, uh, that he's not the big guy. He's not this. He's not that. And maybe it gives him a chance to clear the air because there's a huge cloud hovering over him and his family right now. 
But if you look at some of these new details that were coming out just in the last few hours, it looks so bad for Joe Biden. What the GOP is saying is that their first order of business will undoubtedly not just be Hunter Biden, but really be Joe Biden, because they say they have documents that show, first off, more than 150 suspicious activity reports from foreign banks going to Hunter Biden and going to Jim Biden. That's Joe Biden's brother. Now, we also know that Joe Biden keeps saying, oh, Hunter's the smartest guy he knows. Uh, he has no idea of any of his business partners, never met him, never had anything to do with them, never talked to him or to Jim about the business deals. None of that. That's what he's saying. He's saying absolutely not, that there's no way that he knew of any of this. And that, first off, I don't think is accurate. I think that's a lie. That right there is clearly a lie. Because if you look at it, there are pictures with him playing golf with some of the business partners. We know now that Hunter Biden went on Air Force Two when Joe was vice president, went over to China, came back with a huge business deal. We also know from the laptop there are, you see it clear as day on the laptop, 10% for the big guy. He's complaining about having to take care of pops. You would assume that's his father. And we have also other business partners who say, yeah, clear as day, I met with Joe Biden. Yes, he was absolutely involved in the business deals because we were talking about it all. So you got a lot of a lot of people that are coming forward that say, yeah, he did know something. You see him saying, I, I don't know anything about their business deals. And now the FBI, through some informants and others, are saying that they were pressured all the way from the top to stay away from the Hunter Biden investigation, that there was absolutely interference by the FBI, according to whistleblowers within the agency. So it's getting really serious. And to me, all those things together do not paint a pretty picture for this president. And yet the Democrats, oh, let's not talk about it. And in fact, remember during the debates, Joe Biden didn't even want to talk about it. It was like, oh, Hunter Biden. And then remember this concerted effort that came out through a lot of the tech companies. Oh, no, no, no. You know, it's just Russian disinformation. Turned out that that was a big orchestrated effort. So there's all these things that just point to why are they covering it up so badly? And why is he denying that he's ever met these business people when now They also have evidence, according to the members of Congress today on the GOP side, they are saying that they have several meetings that took place, a multitude of meetings that took place where Biden actually met with 14 of these business associates between 2010 and 2018 alone. Those are just the few that they know about. They say they are now going to subpoena bank records. They're going to try to get all this information, and they believe that they can somehow show That money or favor went to Joe Biden because Hunter was complaining how he was paying for his father's expenses, paying for some of his living expenses. So they're also claiming there are offshore accounts. Let's see what they got, because right now it sounds pretty darn explosive and it doesn't sound good, not only for crack addicted, porn addicted Hunter Biden, but also for his father, who keeps claiming that Hunter's the smartest guy he knows. And to me, how arrogant that when Hunter, when they said, okay, yeah, he's being investigated for tax fraud and all these other things, right? You know, Joe just brings him to the White House. 
has him show up for like Medal of Honor receptions, hanging out there at the Easter egg roll, all these different things. You know, like no big deal. It's like he's like thumbing his nose at everybody. And here is, you know, Hunter, who only survived one or two interviews, remember, for his big book thing. And then he was like, uh, 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 they're obviously going to ask me about my father. And I can't talk about it. You could tell it was like the worst book tour I've ever seen. And he stopped doing it because it was so bad. And I can't wait to see them call Hunter Biden to testify under oath. Can't wait to see them call Jim Biden under oath. Who knows what will happen with the president? But, you know, it's so hypocritical that Democrats today are like, oh, I can't believe this. I can't believe that the Republicans want to do this investigation surrounding a president. Uh, what about what you have done to President Trump and the Republican Party for so many years now? What a bunch of hogwash. Talk about a bunch of hypocrites. First off, here is Congressman James Comer. And this is what he has to say. He says this is well beyond Hunter Biden. This is an investigation of Joe Biden, the president of the United States, and why he lied to the American people about his knowledge and participation in his family's international business schemes. National security interests require the committee conduct investigation, and we will pursue all avenues, avenues that have long been ignored. Committee Republicans have uncovered evidence of federal crimes committed by and to the benefit of members of the president's family. These include conspiracy or defrauding the United States, wire fraud, conspiracy to commit wire fraud, violation of the Foreign Agents Registration Act, violations of the Foreign Corrupt Practices Act, violations of the Trafficking Victims Protection Act, tax evasion, money laundering, and conspiracy to commit money laundering. The Biden family's business dealings implicate a wide range of criminality from human trafficking to potential violations of the Constitution. In the 118th Congress, this committee will evaluate the status of Joe Biden's relationship with his family's foreign partners and whether he is a president who is compromised or swayed by foreign dollars and influence. I want to be clear. This is an investigation of Joe Biden. And that's where the committee will focus in this next Congress. I now... Wow, that is a biggie. And they also say, and this is really explosive, and this is where I think it takes a very serious turn. They say that they have an email, which is Hunter Biden emailing a landlord of an office saying, hey, can you get the key? Uh, because I'm going to be sharing it with my dad, Joe Biden. Uh, this is something, by the way, that John Solomon also broke on our show. And John is going to be joining us. I can't wait to get his take on all this new news in about 20 minutes or so from now. But in this email, according to Congressman James Comer, there's an email that says, hey, can you help give my dad the key? Because he's going to be sharing this office for this new business that we're setting up uh, where he is getting equity, essentially. We're business partners and he's helping China get their foot in the door on a U.S. natural gas industry development. What is that? So let's put this together. We've got Joe Biden who is killing the U.S. gas industry. We've got Joe Biden who is not letting oil and gas develop. He's cutting us off from energy independence. He is cutting us off from any opportunity to be energy dominant. And now we're finding out that Hunter was involved in some deal with China to help them get their foot in the door in the U.S. energy industry. So what, they could get a foot in the door 
they could have control over it and we would be surrendering it? That sounds really bad if indeed this turns out to be true. This is explosive. And this to me is worse than anything I've ever heard them accuse President Trump of. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. How bad do you think this looks? If they can prove this, this I think is a bombshell and this will be terrible not only for Hunter Biden, Jim Biden, but certainly the president himself. And the president, I know for a fact, has always been worried. He's been very worried about anybody talking about Hunter Biden. And maybe now we know why. So his worst fears were, oh, my gosh, if it's a Republican House or Senate, they have the right to do subpoenas. They have the right to do investigations. And that means the floodgates could open. So how bad do you think this looks And I think it's 1,000% appropriate. I think it would be a dereliction of the GOP. I think it's been a dereliction of the Democrats not to follow up on this. This, to me, is so explosive. It is so horrible. And we are seeing so much money coming that it's unfathomable. I mean, the numbers are staggering. It's like he got $100,000 for a shopping spree for him and his family. That's Hunter. He got a deal with the Chinese bank for $1.5 billion with a B. He also had another deal uh, tied to the mayor of Moscow's wife. Uh, Moscow, Russia, get it? $100 million investment. Ukraine also business. Surprise, surprise, as we're talking about all these like actors. Ukraine, Russia, China. You getting it? And they're all surrounding energy. And suddenly he's in our country telling us, We have to go to windmills, basically. Could he have been bought off? Could his son have been bought off? Could they have tremendous dirt on his son? Could they have tremendous dirt on this president? It does not look good tonight. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. And take a listen to Touchy Feely, a former member of Congress, Al Franken, because he said, I can't believe that they would actually try to even consider going after a president, a fine man like Joe Biden. What I worry about, of course, if the Republicans take over, whether it's by a small margin or a large margin, that they are, first of all, we're not going to be able to pass anything. Secondly, there will be hearings. There will be investigations. They'll investigate Hunter Biden. It will be very toxic. Um, Marjorie Taylor Greene and those those people will want to impeach Biden. Um, I worry about it just being very, very ugly. Right. And it's been so nice and so cordial at the way that they've, uh, what, raided the former president's home, the way they dragged the country through the Mueller report and the, quote, Russian disinformation and the spying of President Trump. All of these are factual. Boy, do the Democrats stink if they sit there and try to act like they're on their high horse. And uh, I don't think Al Franklin is the man of uh, morality at this hour. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. And we'll take your calls when we come back. The Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. And I always love reading your tweets. Sal sends to me at Rita Cosby. 
Will there still be, will it be politicized and weaponized by the DOJ and FBI? Can the Republicans really succeed in their investigation of President Biden and Hunter Biden? That's a great question, Sal. I do agree that it's still politicized, but if Jim Jordan and James Comer can blow the lid on it and expose it for what it is, I think they can actually have tremendous success. And listen, if they have documents, if they can get the bank records, if they can get other people's testimony, uh, it'll blow the lid on the FBI and it'll certainly blow the lid on the Biden family if the roads go in that direction. Great, great point, Sal. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Thomas, line five. Thomas, your thoughts about all this. Hey, thanks, Rita. Blessed Thanksgiving to you and your family. Thank you. You too. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I don't think it's hard. I think if you show me the money, if you trace these large financial transactions going back and forth, um, it's a simple question. Where's the money coming from? I mean, if you look at an example, the steel dossier, Fusion GPS, the money traced right back to the Democrat National Party. Um, this is not hard. I think the hardest thing is uh, Mr. Garland. Is he going to prosecute this? I would have to say no. He's going to sit on his hands. We're going to have another hearing where people basically get scalded and, and nothing happens. Don't you think so, Rita? I disagree if they have the goods, uh, just like uh, Jerry Maguire, show me the money, you know, as you were saying, you know, I, I wish we had Tom Cruise and Cuba Gooding Jr. in here, right, talking about it. But, but, exactly. uh, but, but that's a great point, because if they have the goods and they have the documents, I think at that point it'll be irrefutable and there will be so much pressure on Garland by the public, even though you're right, they will face a lot of resistance, definitely from DOJ. The mainstream media will also be resistant to it. But if there are actual physical documents that can show a money trail that's irrefutable. And again, it has to, it can't be like somebody told me, but we're not 100% sure. But if you, you know, if you actually have bank transfers and suddenly X went here and X went there, um, you know, I think some of that is very hard to excuse. And there may be so much public pressure at that point that Garland may not have a choice. Um, so I agree in theory, but I think in practice it can actually uh, change things. Once you see something in writing and they see that this president somehow was entangled, even though he says he didn't know. I mean, I know for sure he is trying to avoid Hunter Biden, the topic of Hunter Biden, like the plague. He does not want people to go there. So there's clearly a he's protective of his son or maybe there's a lot of stuff there that he doesn't want it to be, you know, investigated. And now it's too late because the GOP does have, at minimum, Thomas, subpoena power. They can call witnesses. They can request bank records. They may get some resistance, but they got the majority. And listen, the Democrats have been the first to say, you know, uh, elections have consequences. Well, guess what? So does the truth. And they're going to find that out very soon. Thanks so much, Thomas. Let's go to David real quick. Line six. David, your thoughts. Yes, Rita. You're jumping the gun on all of this 
Let's wait and see what the Republicans actually turn up. And the American people aren't stupid. They're going to see this for what it is. Another partisan witch hunt, but this time by Republicans. Well, David, let's see. David, hang on. Hang on, David. I agree with you. Uh, Let's see if they have the goods. uh, David, do me a favor. Stay with us because we have to go to a hard break. But I want to continue with you because you got to also remember, look what the Democrats were looking into. And if what's true that the GOP saying this is much more explosive than anything the Democrats were trying to like get on Trump or anybody else, this looks so bad. Stay with us, David. We're going to talk after the break. This is the Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. The Rita Cosby Show presents Back the Blue. And in tonight's Back the Blue segment, a powerful story coming from Leewood, Kansas, where police there rescued a woman from a burning car this week. It was a dramatic rescue. Body camera video shows an officer arriving at the scene and the SUV is engulfed in flames. And that's when police spot the victim through the smoke and flames. It was a 51-year-old woman who was trapped under the SUV, her legs half out. The exact cause of the crash is under investigation, whether it was a medical emergency, a mechanical failure or something else. But thanks to first responders, the woman is expected to live. The captain of the Leewood Police Department said, I think it's true that with any first responder and it sounds trite that ultimately we all want to help people. We're all drawn to the job for that reason. Police believe the accident happened when the driver didn't stop at an intersection. Again, they don't know why. They say that she was then hit by another car, and the impact sent her car into a tree, causing it to burst into flames. Amazing that she is expected to survive, thanks to the great work of the men and women of the Leewood, Kansas Police Department. And bravo to our great law enforcement and their families. Well, we are talking, of course, about the new news that now, of course, the majority in the House is GOP. The Republicans are taking back the House. They have the vote. So starting in January, they'll be officially sworn in. They have more than the 218. They needed the 218 to get it. It's a slim majority, but they got it. And now they are able to guess what? Do subpoenas, do investigations, uh, do a whole slew of things. And they came out today and said first order of business is Hunter Biden. And what did the big guy know? And why is he not telling the full story? They say that they have documents that are absolutely damning, pointing to the big guy. And boy, this is explosive. one 800 Uh Let's continue with David. Uh, David, sorry, I had to go to a break there. Um, but you, for some reason think because, what, it's the Republicans that it's hogwash, but it's okay for the Democrats to, you know, drag Trump and the GOP through mud for years, and that's okay? They came up with zilch. Uh, Well, that's not actually accurate about them coming up with zilch. But um, as far as the rest of it goes, let's be honest, Rita. Politicians, all of them, Democrats and Republicans, their spouses, their families, their children all benefit financially from their office. This is not unique to Hunter Biden, and I can't vouch for President Biden. I've never met the man. He might be corrupt. I'm not saying he's not. And by the way, David, David, I have met the man. I'm not saying he is corrupt, uh, and I haven't even jumped to that conclusion yet. Uh, What I have said is he's clearly not being honest that he's never met 
his son's business partners because you see these pictures with him and the business partners. And I, I find it unfathomable for his son, who he claims he's so close to, uh, that and the son goes on Air Force Two and goes to China and makes a huge billion dollar deal and comes back and the father doesn't even say, hey, how did things go? Oh, uh, what did he think? He was a waiter. He didn't recognize his son on the small flight. You know, I mean, uh, none of this is believable. I'm not he didn't say that. I'm just making being facetious. But it's obvious that there's much more to the story than meets the eye. And he keeps saying, oh, I've never met him. I've never asked my son about his business deals. Are you kidding me? Your crack-addicted son, who is suddenly making billions of dollars through deals, right? I mean, we're not talking about like, you know, 10000 which is still a lot of money. But we're talking a lot of zeros there, David. This is this is well beyond the pale of like, you know, maybe somebody's, uh, you know, husband or wife or whatever. This is so blatant that he made so much money and they were clearly trying to buy access. So the question is, did they get it, David? And if they did, if this president sold out America and sold out the American energy industry, I mean, the more we're hearing, David, there's like uh, it was over Chinese wanting to get in on the U.S. energy industry. Doesn't that sound a little unseemly, given the fact he has thrown our energy industry under the bus? Let's wait and see what comes out. I'm not prejudging this, and I don't think you should either. And I'm and not, David. Part- I'm not. But you are. You are already. Th- you're already discrediting it. I have an open mind, as I have even when there's Democratic investigations. I'm like, let's see where it goes. I watched. Yeah, and- but you know. Those congressmen aren't uh, doing what you're doing. They're already prejudging it. Well, they maybe, maybe they have more mind. information than we do, David. They've talked to 14 whistleblowers at the FBI. I think they're more credible than, than you or I or the members of Congress. Okay, let me just finish with this because I know your time is limited. You know, um, what's his name? Jared Kushner and Ivanka made hundreds of millions of dollars while on the government payroll and the democrats never bothered to investigate that so you know let's be fair okay well, and, and by the way let's david david by- david i'm i will give you this if there was anything that was inappropriate either side it should be investigated i hear what you're saying on the other hand you could make the case with jared kushner and Ivanka, that they were successful individuals. They had a successful career well before they got into the White House. They were established business people. They both were in super successful careers, whereas Hunter Biden, the best thing he's done is decide if it's crack or Parmesan cheese. You know, I mean, and you look at the like the deals to me, you could say, OK, well, maybe they were getting paid for the expertise because they were making a lot of money even before the White House, where. Uh, right now, it looks very shady on the Democratic side in terms of Biden and his son. But let's see where it goes. I, I mean, I think both of us have to have an open mind. The American public has to have an open mind. And I think any Democrat, and I'm not saying you, David, but I hear Al Franken and these others saying, oh, you know, it's terrible to do an investigation. Give me a break. After what they have done on the other side, that's outrageous. That is so hypocritical. Again, not you. Uh, but there are a lot of Democrats that are doing that, David, and that's shameful. It has to be fair for everyone. David, thank you very, very much. I appreciate it. Uh, let's go to Dom on line three. Dom in Minnesota. Go ahead, Dom. Yeah, Rita, you know, the Biden family is more crooked than John Gotti and the rest of the mafia. He could qualify as the godfather of the entire mafioso family. You look at Joel, Jim, and Hunter of the Gotti-Escobar and Al Capone of politics, 
like, you know, I remember, like Rush would say, politics is a showbiz for the ugly. And these guys are the ugliest, as ugly as they come, politically speaking. You know, but, however, Hunter and Joe are going about their current practices right out in the open, in your face of the American people. Uh, politics, everybody seems to be corrupt to a certain extent, but these guys are doing it like we don't give a damn because the press is on our side. The Democrats are on our side and everybody else is Hollywood is on our side. So nobody's going to do anything for us. That's what's bizarre about this. But, but, yeah, but if they get the goods, Dom, see where I disagree and I, I hear what you're saying, but if they get the goods, I actually maybe I give the American people too much credit. But I, I actually think the public, not the I, I should say I give the Democrats too much credit, but the American people I give a lot of credit to, because I think if the American public, whatever end of the spectrum they're on, if they see the documents and it's clear as day that here is the wire transfer, here's X, here's this, uh, not supposition, but clear evidence and, and money that can be traced. If they can show that there are these offshore accounts, these shell accounts that they're talking about, and then money suddenly went to Joe Biden and he suddenly buys a house or he does this, again, supposition, but it sounds like they're working towards that and may have something like that. If they can prove that, then I think the American public will just be so outraged and so disgusted. And, you know, and then the Democrats are going to have nowhere to go. I mean, that that's that is the reality. Uh, you know, if the papers say it all, this guy is in big time trouble. Uh, thanks so much, Dom. We appreciate it. And speaking of documents, this is interesting because Congressman Comer today said one of the things is an interesting map. Take a listen to what he was revealing. We have a map that came from Hunter's laptop. It was a PowerPoint presentation, had the United States of America, and it had all of the natural gas wholesalers uh, identified, and this was all in Chinese. And this was Hunter's presentation to the uh, Communist Chinese Party-backed energy company that was trying to not only buy American liquefied natural gas, they were also trying to get their foot in the door in the American natural gas industry by purchasing interest in the natural gas drillers. Now, think about this. At a time when every American suffered because of high gas prices and high energy prices because of Joe Biden's disastrous policies, we now know that Joe Biden and his son Hunter were involved with the Chinese trying to help them take over our American energy industry. That is stunning. And there's more. Take a listen. Here's James Comer elaborating. We also showed that Joe Biden had ownership in this company because there was an email that was from Hunter to the landlord of where their office was going to be just outside Washington, D.C., where Hunter said, I need a key. Uh, I need some extra keys, not just for me, but I also need a key for the Chinese partner who is very closely lined with the CCP and also Jim Biden, who will be my sweet mate. And Joe Biden. And he had Joe Biden's cell number on the email. So this implicates Joe Biden in a scheme to help China get their foot in the door on the American energy industry. And joining us now is the founder of Just the News, great investigative journalist, John Solomon. John, this is really powerful. Their first order of business by the House GOP is... Is Joe Biden compromised? What's your reaction? Well, not surprising. I mean, James Comer all through this fall was talking to us and saying this, and uh, we had some big stories that broke new news on it, including the now famous interest-free cancelable loan that the Biden family got for $5 million. 
that uh, clearly has raised enormous alarm across the entire country. So uh, James Comer, Jim Jordan, the two people who are going to be the chairman of the uh, Oversight Committee and the Judiciary Committee, the two most important investigative bodies in the House, they said, hey, together we're going to dig into this. And we have already established from whistleblowers and evidence we got even before we're in power that Joe, uh, Joe Biden was a direct equity holder in some of Hunter Biden's business uh, organizations that he uh, met with and facilitated meetings with Hunter Biden's business partners and that millions of dollars flowed from um, uh, concerning interest in China, Russia and Ukraine into this business empire with the assumed uh, assumption that it was going to benefit Joe Biden and his family. And that creates a national security compromise. So we're going to start there. And then when asked what were some of the charges that they thought were there criminality here, um, Comer answered very clearly. We believe there was a conspiracy. To, this is a direct quote. We believe there was a conspiracy to defraud the United States, commit wire fraud, tax evasion, and money laundering among other charges. So that is uh, a little bit about what went on there. I thought there was another gr big moment in this news conference today. Jim Jordan, obviously going to oversee the House Oversight Committee. The FBI is one of the main uh, entities that he'll oversee as chairman of that very powerful committee. And he accused the FBI of meddling in not one, not two, not three, but four consecutive elections. He said the FBI meddled when they opened up without evidence the Russia collusion case in 2016. They meddled in 2018 when they slowed down and prevented Robert Mueller from being able to conclude that there was no Russia collusion. So the 2018 election had that Paul cast over it. That wasn't true. 2020, they suppressed the Hunter Biden laptop, pressuring uh, the social media companies not to use it. And in 2022, they decided to raid President Trump's Mar-a-Lago home one day before the legal limit when they weren't supposed to take any more actions in politically sensitive cases. He said in all four of those cases, that constituted the U.S. government putting its thumb on the electoral scale in the form of FBI actions. Yeah, and he reminded everybody, John Solomon, too, that he has more than 14 whistleblowers, uh, yeah. you know, at the FBI. Uh, it's not just hearsay. These are folks directly there at the FBI. I thought that was so powerful, too. Um, getting back to also the Hunter Biden as well. In that, talk about this direct uh, financial equity, basically. In other words, um, they're saying, and this was really powerful, and you could tell they thought it was powerful when they were announcing it too, John. Here is James Comer. Basically, he was saying that we know that Joe is the big guy, essentially, is what he's saying. Uh, talk about how concrete, how much more this sort of moves the ball if they can indeed prove that there was a direct equity tie to Joe Biden. And what was he doing? He was VP at the time. Uh, well, he was VP when a lot of these business deals were being formed. The 10% equity was actually offered in 2017 after he had left office. So Joe Biden is a private citizen when he gets his 10%. But keep in mind, when he looks into the camera in 2020 and, and rejects all these things as conspiracy theories and, and uh, 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 silliness, he says, I never had anything to do with my son's business dealings. He didn't limit it to when he was vice president. He said, I had nothing to do with him. I didn't benefit from him. Well, we now know that from Tony Bobolinsky that, in fact, uh, this deal for a company called um, Sinohawk, uh, President uh, Biden was uh, vice president, then then 
private citizen Joe Biden, soon to be President Joe Biden, uh, was offered a 10% equity stake. Uh, It's referenced in documents. It's referenced in the testimony and uh, comments and interviews that Tony Bobulinski has given. But here's another piece of the puzzle. A lot of people haven't picked up on something I broke a few months ago, documents I got from a whistleblower. Joe Biden was even given the keys to the office for where Hunter Biden and this Chinese entity was going to do business in Washington. In fact, he described him, Hunter Biden used him as my new business partner. He referred to Joe Biden and Jill Biden as his new business mates in this venture. So there's paper evidence. There is eyewitness testimony, all suggesting that Joe Biden did have an involvement with his company and later looked into the camera and deceived the American people by saying he had nothing to do with it. Yeah, and he continues to say that Hunter Biden is the smartest guy he knows. And it's so interesting. No wonder, you know, as we're hearing more and more details, and they also say they're going to get into bank records. They're also going to find out about these suspicious activity reports. There are so many questions here. Um, John Solomon, thank you so much. I know you got a busy day. We're so glad to have you with us here tonight, the great investigative journalist with Just the News, John Solomon. Thanks, John. All right. You have a good one. Wow. Very fascinating to hear from John Solomon some of the details. When we come back, we're going to take your calls. Boy, it does not sound good for Hunter and especially for the big guy. 1-800-848-9222. The Rita Cosby Show. Things are not looking good for Hunter Biden and potentially Joe Biden as the new House majority. It's a GOP majority, remember? Well, they say they will go full throttle investigation. Here is what Congressman Byron Donalds of Florida has to say, because he says... The roads are not going to look good. They have already seen a hot bit of evidence, and they have a lot of questions for the whole Biden family. One thing is crystal clear. Joe Biden is the big guy, and we know that Hunter Biden has been involved in so many schemes around the globe. And so this is definitely an investigation about Joe Biden and what he has been doing to allow this this scheme to develop. And we're going to let the evidence speak for itself. Wow, that doesn't sound too good. And listen. Byron Donalds is not like some conspiracy theorist. This is a guy who is always usually pretty moderate with his tone. And he is saying Joe Biden is the big guy. We will let the evidence speak for itself. They say they have seen documents that connect Joe Biden to Hunter Biden and lots of money. That is really bad. And if it turns out that there was some sellout of our oil industry, which it looks like he clearly has thrown them under the bus at minimum, and he's trying to make deals coddling China, our adversary. Remember, he was on the phone with Xi Jinping, the president of China, the lead, the leader of life for the rest of his internal time on this planet. Remember, he you know, got elected for the third term on Monday, uh, you know, soon before that. But the meeting was Monday with him and Joe Biden. And in that meeting, Joe Biden was so easy on the president of China. Never asked him, apparently, it looks like about fentanyl. Never asked him about uh, the COVID origins. Didn't talk about a lot of stuff. Why is he giving him a free pass? Could there be money? And that's maybe what's holding him back. Maybe the Chinese have information on him. 
It doesn't look good. All I can say is if they had one-tenth of this information on Trump, he would have been impeached five times over by now. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to BJ, line three. BJ, your thoughts. Hey, Rita, great show. Listen, um, anyone reading uh, uh, Peter Schweitzer's Red Handed or Laptop from Hell by Miranda Devine know exactly what went on. They know exactly how bad this is. And uh, and how damning it looks, and how damning in many in 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 much of the case it is. Uh, essentially, Joe Biden is being accused of using his son as a bagman to go around the world and peddle influence and collect money in exchange for uh, favors, political favors, and and uh, political cachet. Uh, but it, it, the Miranda Devine book is extremely painful to read because this guy was clearly out of his mind on drugs most of the time that he was doing these activities. At least that's what's alleged in these books. No, and by the but, way, even by his own account, I mean, you know, Hunter Biden has come out and basically said, yeah, I was so strung out um, that he was constantly with hookers from Russia and elsewhere, foreign hookers, passed out. Um, who knows what information he had even on his phone? Who knows what information he gave voluntarily or, or not even being aware of it even to this day? And, and he also in the interview even proclaimed that, yeah, he wasn't an expert on like oil, gas or any of these things. And then the logical question is, well, why'd you get paid? Why'd you get a $1.5 billion deal? Um, according to reports, over a billion dollars deal with the Bank of China. I mean, if you don't really have any expertise and now it turns out it's tied to energy and that's an industry that this president has really thrown under the bus and hurt America tremendously. And yet his son's coddling our arch enemy. You know, I mean, there, there's something really unseemly. It just it looks so bad right now, BJ. It looks so, so bad. Thank you very much, BJ. Let's go to David in L.A. David, your thoughts. Rita, this is the biggest story of our lifetime. Watergate's kindergarten compared to this. To Al Franken, who says it's going to get ugly, what should get ugly. It involves human trafficking. And like the caller said, this is way worse than John Gotti. This is treason at the highest level, punishable by death. And I'm here to tell you something to your caller, David. Well, let's just wait and see. Let's just wait and see. They have the story. This has been known for a long time. It's coming out now because the, the, the Republicans took control of the House, and now they can do something about it. And there's no questions about it. And and Biden ain't going to finish up his term. And we'll see if Hunter Biden is going to get the upstairs. Yeah, I heard what you said there, David, that let's see if he finishes his term, because this may get really ugly. And to your point, it was suppressed. Remember, they didn't even want to talk about Hunter Biden before the last election, before the 2020 election. The Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. And Nancy Pelosi, age 82, says she is no longer going to seek Democratic leadership in the House. Could it be because maybe she doesn't really want to be in the minority and she knows that things are going to get really rough and tumble with such a divided Congress? And now again, the GOP getting the House majority so they can call the shots. They can do all these investigations. And here she is announcing today 
uh, that she will not continue in the leadership role, basically that she's been pretty much in the Democratic House uh, in that role, whether it's the majority or the minority, depending when the Democrats were in power or not. It's been almost two decades. Take a listen. My friends, no matter what title you all, my colleagues, have bestowed upon me, speaker, leader, whip, there is no greater official honor for me than to stand on this floor and to speak for the people of San Francisco. This I will continue to do as a member of the House, speaking for the people of San Francisco, serving the great state of California, and defending our Constitution. And with great confidence in our caucus, I will not seek re-election to Democratic leadership in the next Congress. For me, the hours come for a new generation to lead the Democratic caucus that I so deeply respect. And I'm grateful that so many are ready and willing to shoulder this awesome responsibility. So how many people think she got pushed out? How many people think it is time? I think she's going to miss when all the investigations get really heated that she won't be the one kind of calling the shots. She won't be the able the one to rip up the next State of the Union address if a Republican president gets back in. Remember when she did that? That was one of the most offensive things I've ever seen. Talk about destroying National Archives documents right there before our eyes. And it looks like Hakeem Jeffries, the congressman, will likely be considered the leader of the House Democrats. Again, it's going to be a minority role uh, because the GOP is in control. And today, you know, it just shows that there is so much to uncover here. And talk about hypocrisy. And I think part of it also goes all the way to FBI Director Christopher Wray. I couldn't believe this. He kept getting asked today, uh, well, was the information to suppress Hunter Biden, was it basically told that it was Russian disinformation? Was it Russian disinformation? What was it? He wouldn't answer. It's like he might as well work for the Democratic Party. And then he made an admission that he basically, when he had to leave a hearing back in August, he said he had to leave for official business. They still had more questions for him. And he was like, I got to go. I have official business. I got to go. Let's make it quick. Let's make it quick. I don't have any time to talk, basically. It was that famous moment he was rushing him. Turns out he had to concede that he was actually taking a break in the Adirondacks with his family. What a bunch of hogwash. He leaves a hearing to be questioned that got awfully heated, and he didn't like it. It was a Senate oversight hearing in August. Turns out he was taking a break with his family. There was no business obligation, and he ended up using the jet from the FBI so we could get out of there. There's a lot of questions with that guy. Great choice he was. Wow. And here's a little bit of an exchange with Senator Ron Johnson asking him a little bit about not just why he wasn't cooperative last go round, but how come he hasn't replied to any of the letters that he and Senator Grassley have sent asking for information about basically corruption and also politicization of the FBI. That's a big deal. August 2020, FBI Supervisor, Supervisory Intelligence Analyst Brian Auten opened an assessment which was used by FBI headquarters team to improperly discredit negative Hunter Biden information as disinformation and cause investigative activity to cease. Have you responded to uh, Senator Grassley's letter that he wrote over three months ago? Uh, Senator, I know there have been a whole slew of letters. I believe we've responded to a number of them, but I'm sitting here right I, I, now. I can't you, tell you, you which you, ones you we've responded not. to. Which ones uh, have you looked into those charges that there was a scheme hatched 
in August 2020 to downplay the derogatory information on Hunter Biden. Have you looked into that personally? We have, as we speak, uh, a number of personnel matters that are underway, and I, for as reasons I'm sure you can appreciate, we can't discuss. Well, I know that's always your excuse. Matters. No, I, I got it. I, I understand how you remain above the law by using that excuse repeatedly. And then he goes on a vacation and claims he's got to leave because it's official business by the FBI. What is that, like Maxwell Smart, where he was talking into his shoe phone? I got to go. I got to go. Well, here is more from Jim Jordan, who was talking today at the briefing, basically saying they have so many whistleblowers within the FBI talking about how bad it is. And he says it starts all the way at the top. Now, remember, we just did a report two weeks ago, Judiciary Committee, a report that uh, talked about the political influence and the political shenanigans going on in our Justice Department based on 14 FBI agents who've come talk to our office as, as whistleblowers. One of those agents said, and this is a term he used, he said, at the highest levels of the FBI, specifically the Washington Field Office, he said it's rotted to the core. Not talking about rank-and-file agents. They're doing good, good work. Talking about the top people at the Washington Field Office. And the reason that is also important is remember it was the FBI that was putting pressure on Facebook. Remember Bill Gates? He, he basically came out and said, you know, uh, well, yeah, I was basically told, uh, you know, we shouldn't be kind of going there because, uh, you know, it was basically eluded its Russian disinformation. And it was coming from the FBI at the highest levels, basically sort of stay away from this. And remember, there are even independents and Democrats in a survey that came out after the 2020 election. This, to me, is is the root of it all and the worst of it all, that had they known that the Hunter Biden laptop story even existed because there was so much suppression of it. Remember, it got knocked off the pages of the New York Post. They wouldn't put them on social media. I mean, it was such an unbelievable intentional block, like we're living in Russia or China or something like that. And people were saying, had they known, they might have voted differently, that they probably wouldn't have voted for Joe Biden. And it was at somewhere between six to nine percent in different polls came out. That could have swung the election. Talk about election interference. If you're looking at it, I mean, the fact that you're withholding information that made people maybe think different about a particular candidate right before in the days leading up to an election and you don't put it out there. What are you afraid of? And now suddenly the House is going to be able to investigate it. I say bravo because it's important that we get to the bottom of it. But the fact that they suppressed it and went through such extraordinary lengths and it went to the highest levels of the FBI, this to me makes me think we live in a third world country, like like an authoritarian dictatorship. I mean, this is something like China. If you say something bad about China, it's like, whoops, I'll never forget. I was in Cuba one time and doing a story and suddenly our satellite feed cut out. It was like, uh, don't say anything bad about Fidel Castro. You know, I mean, are we living in that kind of a country? My goodness. Here is Congressman Jim Jordan talking Never about Never forget that. what happened on October 19th, 2020, 15 days before the most important election we have in our country. Who's going to be the next president of the United States? 15 days before that, Mr. Brennan, Mr. Clapper, and 49 other people signed a letter that said the following. It is for these reasons that we write to say that the arrival on the U.S. political scene of emails purportedly belonging to Vice President, Bi- uh, Bi- Vice president Biden's son, Hunter, has all the classic earmarks of a Russian information operation. 
They further went on to say, we want to emphasize that we do not know if the emails provided to the New York Post are genuine or not, just that our experience makes us deeply suspicious that the Russian government played a significant role in this case. And, of course, that letter became the pretext for suppressing this story, again, just days before the most important election we have in our country. That is astounding to affect an election on any candidate to suddenly get that out there and say, oh, it's Russian disinformation. Don't touch it. And guess what? Remember, he was asked during the debates. Oh, no, that's ridiculous. That's that's been Russian disinformation. And remember, even Chris Chris Wallace basically let it pass. You know, and it was like, wait, 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 wait. You know, Trump, to his credit, said, wait a minute. No, I, I he needs to answer. But the whole media was basically allowing a pass there. And now we're finding out, guess what? The laptop's true. And the question is, are the contents and all the other things that we're hearing now, are they true, too? And if they are, this is really bad for our president and worse than anything they have ever accused Trump of. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to let's go to Tom in Ohio. Go ahead, Tom. Your thoughts. Rita, tying in what you were talking about earlier with the uh, panels and uh, Hunter Biden and and, uh, Joe Biden, um, I I noticed that. Excuse me. me. You okay there, Tom? You okay? Yeah. All right. I'm just swallowed wrong. Uh, Monday, the week after uh, Election Day, the New York Times came out and said that uh, three of the Oath Keepers and eight of the Proud Boys were information informants the FBI. That's right. That's right. I remember seeing that report. You're correct. Yeah. Now, they, that information was out there more than a year ago. In fact, I think John Solomon put it out there more than a year ago. Now, now, you know, so- and, and by the way, John Solomon's been spot on. He was one of the ones who talked about also this the story that they came out today, that basically the keys to the place, sharing an office with Joe Biden. Um, I mean, he's he's really been ahead of this, and it, it doesn't look good. Uh, what, what's your point on that, Tom? My, my, my point on all this is that I don't know if we're going to get justice, because as I've noticed over at least the past uh, eight or ten years, um, the Republicans get the book thrown at them in Washington, D.C., and the Democrats get off pretty much scot-free or don't even get uh, uh, charges put against them. And I think it has to do with the fact that the jury polls – are uh, from voters, and 92% of Washington, D.C. voted for Hillary. There's other Democrats and partisan Democrats, and 80% of Alexandria, Virginia, are Democrats. So I I don't know if we're going to get justice from any of those situations, but, you know, the one place we could possibly get some justice is if they would uh, have a panel go back over what the Cheney uh, committee had you know, that uh, dog and pony show, but only bring in the other side of the information, which are the truth. I'd like to see Nancy Pelosi before she retires or expires or uh, loses, you know, legitimately loses her memory under oath testify as to why she didn't uh, have the National Guard there. It's my understanding that Donald Trump and and uh, uh, uh Several people have testified to this, that uh, Trump, like four or five days before January 6th, uh, authorized up to 20,000 National Guard troops 
That's absolutely correct. By the way, Tom, you're right, because there are multiple people who said they were in meetings when he did do that. And I I agree with you. That would be really smart to hurry up and try to get her under oath to be able to say, what did you know? Here's the information. Here are other people like the counter to their dog and pony January 6th. What you didn't hear from January 6th, they could call it the real January 6th committee hearings. You know, with with the side that they clearly did not want to show. I would be fascinated. And I've always thought about that same point, too, Tom, because there were multiple people. And in fact, as we were talking about John Solomon, John Solomon was here on the show. And I remember him saying that there were two different occasions where there were meetings with people where Trump authorized the National Guard and where he talked about extra security. And then it goes to the Capitol and Nancy Pelosi in charge, and apparently she shoots it down. So the question is, how did that happen? Who shot it down? They kind of act like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe all the security. The other thing you wonder, too, is here she is on the videotape. Remember the tape they showed in the January 6th hearing, Tom? They showed one of the moments, I thought, and it looked so contrived to me, was Nancy Pelosi kind of hovering in the corner with Schumer. And she's like, um, are you okay, you know, Vice President Pence? Um, and, um, yes, this is what's going on. And I could punch Trump. Remember, it was like, I'm so angry. I could punch Trump. And she, it happens to be all on film. What a surprise. I mean, it just looks so staged. Everything about the way she was like delivering it and the camera happens to be right there. And she's looking pretty. She's like, remember, she was like opening something with a straw or something, whatever she was doing. It was like, it was so like, like laissez-faire almost. Oh, I'm trembling. And yet, you know, it's like she's knitting a sweater, you know. So there there were some things in there that just seemed so unbelievable. And I think it'd be fascinating to hear exactly. Did you know there was going to be all these issues? And they said that there were high alerts. So clearly, if you put all these pieces together and people testify under oath, yeah, I was there when Trump asked for it. What did you do, Nancy Pelosi? I'd call him Muriel Bowser, too, the D.C. mayor, because she was also in charge, too. Why did they both apparently shoot it down, according to reports? There's a lot of stuff there. That's a great point, Tom. We're going to continue with your calls after the break. Tom says, go for the real January 6th hearings. Boy, would that be interesting. And let's also find out more about Hunter Biden, too. 1-800-848-9222. And you are listening to The Rita Cosby Show. This is The Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Skinner there. You guys know I went to University of South Carolina. I always love a good Leonard Skinner song. Nothing like Sweet Home Alabama, though. Nothing like that one, you guys. But, ooh, that smell could fit. Because that could fit with everything. It smells pretty bad when you look at all these details that the GOP say they are about to unravel on Hunter Biden and the Biden family. If they can show that there are indeed money tracing and suspicious accounts and money being shifted from one to the other, timing, deals made, people buying things, 
uh, this office that apparently they're saying that there was a shared key and there's an email that says, hey, can you let my dad in? He's going to be one of the business partners. He's getting 10 percent. Here's my dad's cell number, Joe Biden's number. I mean, it doesn't look good. That's all I can say. Let's see where the facts go, but it doesn't look good. And the GOP new House majority says it's going to look into it. And I'm glad they are, because guess what? The Democrats don't even want to talk about Hunter Biden. And they tried to suppress it for years upon years. So let's see if they have the goods. Let's see what's there. And if it turns out that this deal, that apparently there was some deal with China, so China could get its foot in the door on the U.S. natural gas industry, and play some role into U.S. drilling and U.S. resources, it sounds pretty bad. And also, the mayor of Moscow's wife paying $100 million to our crack addict? Uh, I don't think she was paying it because, you know, he's the brightest bulb, as Joe Biden contends that he is. You know, my goodness. 1-800-848-9222. What are your thoughts about all this? Let's go to Roger in Massachusetts. Line one, Roger, your thoughts. Okay, thanks for taking my call. I can't believe you just said what you said about China and our our um, petroleum industry. For a long time, I thought that uh, well, you know, China could someday come over and demand. You know, in other words, are we partially saving? You know, they we owe them so much money. But anyway, the main reason I called was that um, if for no that you're spot on with this whole segment about these investigations. And I'm going to tell you a good reason why I think they need to be done and made public. A lot of newspapers probably won't carry it. For the education of the general public. I used to have to go to a nursing home every day. And the staff sometimes would be joking and mocking Trump. and One day I said to them, do you realize that Joe Biden uh, was bragging in Congress about doing to the Ukrainian president exactly what Trump was scantily impeached for. And they looked at me like I had three heads. And finally, um, uh, let's not forget how Peter Stroke emailed Lisa Page saying, I'm going to do everything I can to prevent a Trump presidency. Well, you talk about, um, I don't want to say stolen elections, but talk about tampering with, you know, with, with ele- you know, elections all this stuff, it, it needs to come out for the education of the general public. Regardless of the prosecutorial, you know, the, the penalties, it's for the education. People need to have their eyes opened up. Thank you, Rita. I agree, by the way, Raj, just to educate the public, because so many of them didn't know a lot of the details. Because you're right, they wouldn't share it with people. You're, you know, they tried to suppress it, and here we are now. It is ridiculous. Uh, let's go to Stan, line four. Stan, your thoughts. Hey, hi. Good evening. Hi, Stan. Uh, what do you think? Well, I'll tell you, you you and the right have been going after Hunter Biden since uh, Daniel Boone was alive. Well, you know what? By the way, I'm glad we are because maybe we'll finally get to the bottom you know, of it, got, Stan. Hey, there's a whole lot of nothing going nowhere. You want the president. The president has been crooked, Joe Biden, in your mind and the Republicans' mind for years. He's on the take. They're a crime family. You know Don't what? You know what, Stan? That's you as stand, much as garbage hang, as you can stand. Stan, you, you clearly, believe me, if there was 1% of this against Donald Trump, you'd be like screaming, impeach him and impeach his whole family. I mean, the double standards here are disgusting. It needs to be fair. American public needs to know. The Rita Cosby Show. The Rita Cosby Show presents Support Our Heroes. 
And in tonight's Support Our Hero segment, which I love doing here on the Rita Cosby Show, where we get to honor our great military and their families, which I love so, so much. Uh, a beautiful tribute coming from Philadelphia, Mississippi, where I have been. I think it was probably every city in America I've been. When I was at Fox News, I covered every single hurricane and everything else followed the president. So I have been to Philadelphia, Mississippi. One day I'll tell you a good story because I remember it well. Uh, but some beautiful stories coming out tonight from there were World War II Army veteran O.D. Jackson was recognized at the Veterans Day ceremony last Friday for his combat service and for 78 years of continuous service with the local American Legion post there. How incredible is that? Veterans Day was observed on Friday in the Fallen Veterans Plaza there in Philadelphia, Mississippi, a very pretty place. He volunteered for the service when he was still in high school. He served in the Pacific he was part of the 1st Cavalry Division as they were island hopping in the Pacific. And Odie received a special plaque on Friday. He said, Veterans Day means everything to me. It means we live in a free country because of the people who serve to defend us. Not everyone living in this world enjoys the freedoms that we do. How beautifully said. And by the way, he was one of eight County brothers uh, in that area who served, indeed, five of the brothers in his family served in World War II, amazingly, uh, at the same time. And Veterans Day celebrates, of course, America's finest, those who have served, those who have given all, and those who keep our country free. And how beautiful uh, that he is around to be able to see himself recognized and also his comrades. And that is what Veterans Day is absolutely all about. We are talking, of course, about Hunter Biden, and now the new GOP House majority says, listen, priority number one, we campaigned on it. We said we were going to do investigations, and I'm really glad to see that they got some teeth. They got some cojones, because you know what? They were sitting there saying, okay, we're going to do this. A lot of times people make promises on the campaign trail, and guess what happens? They make a promise, and then they get elected, and they're like, well, you know, we're going to ease into it. We're going to tiptoe into it. No, they are saying, we campaigned. We told them we were going to do this, even though the midterms didn't turn out to be the way they wanted. Well, you know what? We made a promise, and we're going to stick to it with the American people. And they say they have some very powerful documents that show that money traded hands through some shell companies that were, quote, set up by the Biden family. They are talking about millions upon millions of dollars. They say they have wire transfers. Uh, they have questions about flights. They say that there are also these suspicious activity reports. And that's really interesting because there there's apparently it's 150 plus foreign activity reports that are coming from transactions with foreign companies that are tied to more than a dozen countries. So that's kind of interesting, like which countries were sending money. We know that some came from China, some came from Russia, some came from Ukraine. Why was all this money suddenly going to Hunter Biden? And did the shell company then move it to somebody else in the Biden family? They claim that they have the goods and that there is evidence that the big guy profited. So let's see what they got. And if they do, this is explosive. And again, I contend this is bigger than anything we've ever seen. The Democrats accuse President Trump of 
this is really bad if indeed he was selling access and also, as we're hearing, tied to energy companies in China that they wanted to have access to U.S. energy companies at a time that our president is basically throwing everybody in the energy business under the bus so they can build more windmills and electric cars? Is there an ulterior motive? Did he profit? Could that have swayed him? Let's find out. Well, this is what Congressman Greg Stubbe had to say. He said, you know what? This looks really bad, and it looks bad for the president himself. Was being provided that he was involved in negotiations and discussions. Uh, so again, once we get that financial information, can subpoena some of these financial records to see how the money moved around, money that went to uh, Hunter for some of these dealings that then was transferred to uh, the president. Uh, this is using your official position to make money that is completely illegal. It's a violation of federal law. Mr. Comer today laid out the different uh, areas of law, everything from wire fraud to conspiracy that uh, they've committed that we're going to lay that evidence before the American people, do the investigations right. And unfortunately, we have a corrupt DOJ, but we're going to be working on that as well uh, from the, the House perspective and uh, lay that up for prosecu- prosecution referrals. Wow. Illegal activity. And could it indeed end up all the way to the president? And if you connect the dots, it just it doesn't look good. Let's see what they have in the documents. They claim they also have, again, these whistleblowers. FBI whistleblowers, so it's not like just somebody they pulled off the street. Some of them at high levels that are senior officials at the FBI, and they say more than that. Let's see what they got. I can't wait to see it. I'll bring out the popcorn. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Sandra, line three. Sandra, your thoughts about all this? Oh, good evening, Rita. Um, well, first I want to say... They can find all they want about Biden, and I, I'm almost like giving up. Nothing will ever happen to him or his family. But what I by, by the way, Sandra, was, I'm not convinced of that. You know, I would have thought that when it was a House minority with the GOP, but now that they're just getting started, and right away they haven't even you know taken the position yet. They're they know they got it, but it doesn't start until January. For them to already signal it right away, it's pretty bold. And they've talked a lot about it, and they're now showing that they're going to move on it. It's not just talk. Um, and if they have the goods, if they say, okay, we've got wire transfers, we've got this, I actually think this could be disastrous. And I don't think it's just going to be talk. I think it could lead to some serious stuff if they have the goods. we got to see if they have the goods. But if they got it, uh, you know, bank information, that kind of stuff, that could be really bad, Sandra, and it could blow the lid off all of this. So go ahead. Well, I hope you're right. I really do. Believe me on that. I also wanted to say I'm a little disappointed that Nancy Pelosi didn't take that job. I think it was in Britain. I'm so happy she was going to take and go far away. But now she's still there. And, 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 you know, with all the people, and she's going to just continue to influence them, even if she doesn't have a position as Speaker of the House. What do you think of that? Well, you know what? Yeah, because there was rumors she might, like, go to Italy or do a couple of things. Yeah. But, but, you know what, yeah. but you know what, Sandra? Roger, who just called right before you, said something really interesting, that because she is still in Congress, it may allow them to get better access to her, and maybe she has to testify about did she turn down security for January 6th? Was there a request for the National Guard that we've heard from multiple people by President Trump? 
and that she refused or Muriel Bowser refused or somebody close to Pelosi refused. Where are her text messages from January 6th? Let's see it. You know, so in a way, maybe her being around but not being in leadership makes her a lot more accessible. And maybe we'll get to the bottom of it. Uh, Sandra, thank you very, very much. Let's go to Pete in New Hampshire, Line 7. Pete, your thoughts about all this. Go ahead, Pete, from New Hampshire on Line 7. Go ahead, Pete, your thoughts. What do you think, Pete, about all of this? Well, Rita, ding dong, the witch is gone. But not yet. Nancy Pelosi, before she she wheels out and flies away on her on her government-paid broomstick, they need to bring her back, the witch, and start interrogating. There needs, there needs to be a committee, and they need to interrogate her, put her under the bright light, and bring her into a dark room and start going after her. She knows a lot about January 6th, and there's a whole lot more she knows about. Pete, Pete it sounds like you want to waterboard her. I mean, wow, that's like, you're like hardcore, Pete. Well, I'm a vet, Vietnam vet. Guess what? Here comes a surprise package. All right? The other thing is, Rita, Biden, and I hope they take him to the mattress. And when they do, I hope they carry it all the way through. They can impeach this fool. Yeah, and listen, if it is true, and again, I'm always careful to say, that, but they say they have documents. If it turns out they can prove that there's a huge money trail and if they can show direct evidence... Uh, that he profited and he claims he knew. See, he's boxed himself in, as you know, Pete, because he's repeatedly said, I mean, it was, uh, 2019 during one of the debates. No, I don't have anything to do with my, you know, son's business deals. Uh, then another time he said, I don't have anything to do with my son's or my brother's, my family's business deals. Nope, nope, nope. So he's definitively said it doesn't exist. So, there are pictures clearly with him with the people. There are other things now. We're seeing that maybe there's a key to the office. Did he go to the office? How many meetings took place? This opens a huge can of worms. And I think this is actually going to be a nightmare for this president. And if it turns, I mean, on, on, I hate to say someone's lying, but he is clearly lying that he never met the business partners. It's, it's inconceivable that he would just be standing and playing golf with them for three, four hours and never asked, Hey, oh, you do business with my son? Well, you know what? He never spoke to them, never asked a question. The son goes on Air Force Two and makes a big deal in China, never asks his son about the business, never says a word. I mean, none of that is true. He should have at least said, oh, I've talked to him, but I never knew any about these things or whatever. You know, no, he's boxed himself in, Pete. And that's why I think this is going to ultimately look so bad. And the question is, is it nefarious? I mean, maybe it just looks bad, uh, but is it illegal? And they're hinting that they have stuff that's going to prove that it's illegal, and that's going to be explosive. Pete, thank you very, very much. Let's go to Jerry, line three. Jerry, your thoughts? Yeah, I have a couple points. Uh, one point on this thing with Hunter Biden and uh, Biden family, I think that they can hide by the protection of the liberal media. They'll probably not show it, and when they do show it, they're going to talk over the Republicans asking the questions. That's all you're going to see. They're going to black it out, kind of. That's interesting. You know what? I wouldn't be surprised if they try that. But I think if they can find clear, irrevocable evidence, um, I think they'll be in such a box that they'll have to show it. And I think the American people, you know, American people, uh, everybody, and I'm talking Democrats and independents, if they look at that and they see that there's clearly a paper trail and it's and it's irrefutable, I think they will be so outraged. They'll be so angry that they will put pressure on the other side to cover it, that everyone's going to want to see what it is. 
you know, at some point they're going to have to cover it. It's almost like Trump. You know, remember, they didn't really want to cover Trump at first, you know, especially, uh, you know, CNN and MSNBC. And then they started covering him. And guess what? They got all these ratings and they're like, oh, I guess we got to keep covering him. So I think if it gets where the American public gets engaged and gets interested and wants to put pressure and wants to get to the truth. And I think everybody does if it's bad. You know, I think they will. Even Democrats and independents will. I think at that point they will have so much pressure on them that they got to tune in and they're going to have to show it. You know, maybe they're going to cut out right at the moment. And here are the charges against if it gets to that. Oh, let's go to a commercial break. But I think overall they're going to have to show it. And I don't think it's going to be a pretty scene whatsoever. Uh, thanks so much, dear. Let's go to Kevin in Charlotte. Go ahead. Are you in Charlotte, North Carolina, Kev? Yeah, I love it. I just moved down from New York. Hey, by the way, how beautiful. I used to work in Charlotte. I was a host there at WBTV, the CBS affiliate there. It's beautiful. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's beautiful, great. It's a Kev. Great place. It is. That's why I learned yeah, my uh, golf game, which is not very good, but I did learn it. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done that yet. Uh, you know what I really liked was the House Oversight Committee chairman kept saying Joe Biden's crimes. Okay, usually they talk about Hunter Biden and maybe the family or whatever, but he kept saying we're specifically looking into Joe Biden's crimes, and I haven't seen anybody do that before. Uh, he's always been the trailer to the whole thing, and it's always been about Hunter Biden. And um, I like to hear that because um, so many times uh, he didn't get the focus I thought that he should have on, on this whole thing. No, you're right, because he made it very clear that this is a Joe Biden investigation, not a Hunter Biden. Yes, yes, and uh, you're yes. right. That was really smart that you picked that up, because as soon as he yes. said that, I said, whoa, he's they're going right for it. And you don't kind of make that claim unless you feel you have some evidence, um, even if you're on the opposing party. So they seem to think they have something um, that's clearly connecting him. The question is how much. Uh, Kev, thank you very much. Take care of the beautiful Queen City of Charlotte. I love it. Thank you and enjoy your time there. Let's go to John, uh, line seven. John, your thoughts about this and how bad it looks. And he just bugged the DNC headquarters at the Watergate Hotel in Washington. This guy is compromised by at least two countries, enemies, and possibly five or more. And so what, what are you, you saying? This looks. What are you saying? This looks worse than Nixon. Is that what you're saying? This, this makes Nixon look like a cakewalk. Wow. We have to have direct evidence. Did they have direct evidence to impeach Trump twice? I remember the second one was called a pocket impeachment. I never heard of such a thing. Did you? Listen, I agree with you. I agree that this, if it's true, and I'm always, I always want to give everybody the benefit of the doubt, but if it's true, it looks much worse than anything they even accused Trump of. And just like you said, they didn't have the goods, and it turned out to be this inflated, you know, Russian conspiracy theory and the money and the steel dossier and all that stuff. It looks so, so bad. I agree with you, and I just think it looks terrible. And the fact that the Democrats are like, oh, why are you doing this? To me, it is just, it's atrocious. It is absolutely atrocious. John, thanks so much. Let's go to Don, line four. Don, your thoughts real quick. Hey, Rita. How's it going? Good. What do you think about this? Um, Is the Senate able to block the House from doing these stuff? 
Well, the Senate could block if it goes to the point of an impeachment, because remember, the House has to do the votes. The Senate votes, but it's actually they could vote on the impeachment, but then it goes to the Senate to actually do the removal. So it first goes to the House and then it goes to the Senate. So the Senate can do some blocking if it ever got to that point. But for an investigation standpoint, which is all they're talking about right now, is getting subpoenas and information, all that the Senate cannot The House can do their own investigation where they can demand people testify. They can demand getting documents, bank records, phone records, text, all that stuff. They can independently do that. If it goes to the next step, that's where the Senate could step in. Uh, But who knows? You know, at that point, if they end up having the goods, who knows where, like, say, a Senator Manchin or who knows where a Kirsten Cinema is going to go? And then that's why also, by the way, Georgia's important, Don. You, you know, now as we're sort of looking at the tea leaves, you know, if Georgia goes to Herschel Walker and there's another person there in the GOP seat, every vote counts if it ends up going to an impeachment, if it ever gets there, whether it's, a, you know, Biden or Mayorkas or maybe nobody gets ever impeached. Maybe it doesn't get there, but at least... The House can certainly put it all out there and put the documents out there. And that's a very powerful statement. That in and of itself, Don, I think is is a huge deal. And who knows, maybe the American public, if it turns out to be as bad as they say, uh, the Senate may be pressed to do something uh, regardless. And some may even cross party lines if it looks really bad. They may want to get rid of this guy. Look at his approval ratings. Some of them may be like, thank goodness. You know, the guy is killing us. He's terrible. You know, who knows where it's going to go? Don, thank you very, very much. When we come back, we're going to continue talking about this and also some very sad news as we lose one of our great folks in the Customs and Border Protection. We're going to talk about that when we come back. The Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. And we are talking about some really sad news uh, that came in. An agent with the U.S. Customs and Border Protection was killed and two others seriously wounded. Um, it happened earlier today in a shootout with suspected drug smugglers aboard a vessel off of the coast of Puerto Rico. Um, really sad news to hear. And it just shows how dangerous it is for folks on the border and those also protecting uh, just our coastline. I mean, it is just such a tenuous and such a difficult job. They're being overrun. Um, and these drug smugglers often are out, you know, outgunning them, outnumbering them. And this is just heartbreaking to hear this news. And the wounded agents suffered various gunshot wounds. The other one uh, was shot repeatedly. It is a, such a sad, sad story to hear. And the news was broken by Alejandro Mayorkas um, during a hearing today. Take a listen. We pray for the family of the officer who lost his life, and we pray for this the swift recovery of those who have been injured. Absolutely. And that's the one thing I agree with Alejandro Mayorkas, and it's just such a reminder of how difficult their job is every single day, protecting the border. And again, uh, here it was in basically a shootout with apparent drug smugglers. And uh, I've talked about the time that I was at the border. Oh, my God, uh, it was scary as heck. I mean, you could see these drug guys coming in on the boat, and they had super submachine guns, and I was with a sheriff, and he had like a tiny little pistol. It was like duck. You know, we were like hiding behind trees. 
And it was really, really scary. And the fence line was wide open. And that is something that our agents deal with every single day. So our thoughts and prayers today go out to all the brave men and women that are at the U.S. Customs and Border Protection. And it's about to get a lot worse with Title 42 about to be lifted. We know it's expiring in like five weeks and they are expecting it just to be such a barrage of people coming across our southern border. That's the thing that's been kept in place for medical reasons, that they were able to block them. And guess what? Now that that's going to be lifted, there's already the word out, basically, from the cartels. Like, hey, if you didn't think it was a big neon sign at our southern border, it's going to get a lot, lot worse. And boy, is it ever and as if the Biden administration needed anything to help them. Uh, so thoughts and prayers with our folks at the Customs and Border Protection. They do such a great job, and it is so tough. Uh, let's go to Ed. Ed, line one. Um, Ed, your thoughts about um, just how tough it is at the border and the fact that now with this Title 42 being lifted, there's nothing that's going to hold the Biden administration back from allowing them to come in. It's scary, Ed. Hey, who's, who, who's the fellow that was fired? Holman. Uh, it was Mark Holman. It's a shootout. It's like, okay, Corral. Well, you know what? It's like Hamburger Hill. If you ever heard that in World War II, they were outnumbered. And uh, are they going to get Purple Hearts? No, you know, that's a great point. They should. Hearts. You're right. That's a great point. They should. Chuck, Chuck Schumer said that, oh, we're, we're, we're low on people. We need people here because uh, our numbers are down. We're not making enough children here in New York State, so we have to bring people in from down south and what a liar i know i heard that comment it was the most outrageous so what that's why you're going to open the floodgates and make our country less safe it is outrageous this is the rita cosby show on the red apple podcast network This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.